and a good afternoon to you. This is WRFN LP, Pasquo, Tennessee, Radio Free Nashville with Tales Vinyl Tales. Yeah, hello again and good day. I'm just getting my fingers warmed up here. We continue to count down the 29 albums of all time today, those albums that sold more than 15 million copies as of July 27th, 2022, and listed by Insider.com. So there's some pretty good music coming up ahead today from the 60s and 70s and probably beyond. Today you'll hear Arlo, Leach and Eddie, Carlos, and so much more. I'm Brian Hallgren here in Nashville. Hello, everybody. To be a king And everything around me Turned to gold I thought I had everything Now I'm left without a hand to hold 
at all king of nothing that's seals and crofts and graham nash sang used to be a king from his debut solo vinyl that's songs for beginners from 1971 released after the deja vu lp from crosby stills nash and young came out and uh, each of those guys released a solo debut lp and on that one, David Crosby, Jerry Garcia, Phil Lesh, Dave Mason, David Lindley, Rita Coolidge, and Neil Young all played on that LP. And uh, Love. Love in Laurel Canyon was in jeopardy. Joni Mitchell had left Graham. Rita Coolidge joined Graham. Stephen Stills and Sweet Judy Blue Eyes Collins were having their problems. And Neil Young? Well... I really can't say, but he was given credit on the LP under the name Joe Yankee. I was going to title this particular show Old Folkies, but I was afraid you might misunderstand that as old fogies. (laughs) And we are certainly not old or fogies, are we? No. A lot of the great songs of the 60s especially were played on acoustic guitars, six strings as well as 12. They were miked, and a a number of the truly great artists of the 60s released albums with no lyrics, like John Fahey and Leo Kotke, who will play after the next tune. We're going to feature some of those coming up today, but I did want to say that regardless of how you feel about yourself, remember, as Bob Dylan wrote, we are younger than yesterday.
Pretty good stuff, huh? Great guitarists of the 60s and 70s. Bron Eor Stomp from Led Zeppelin III. Bron Eor from Physical Graffiti, the last one. Jimmy Page, for sure. Before that, from the Death and Dance and other plantation favorites, John Fahey on the slide guitar doing Dance of the Inhabitants of the Palace of King Philip XIV of Spain. <laughs> and another couple of pretty good guitarists, Roger McGuinn, David Crosby, the rest of the birds with that great Dylan tune, Younger Than Yesterday. I've got an interesting story that came from bbc.co.uk on Led Zeppelin at Braun Your Ore. You ever wonder where that was, what it was? Well, it actually means hill of gold or breast of gold in Welsh. It's a cottage a couple of miles outside McKinleth in the southernmost part of North Wales, right down at the tip of Snowdonia. It's actually Snowdonia National Park in some beautiful surroundings. The cottage was first encountered by any of the Led Zeppelin bandmates in the 50s when Robert Plant went there for family holidays. He grew up in the black country in the West Midlands, uh, so Mid and North Wales would have been pretty easy holiday destinations for the young Plant family. It obviously made an impression on him because despite having no running water or electricity, he went back to it over a decade later with his bandmates. And in 1970, Jimmy Page and Robert Plant went to the remote Welsh cottage, Bron Uror, and wrote songs that would appear on four of their later albums. A little history lesson for you there. Uh, I want to encourage you to support WRFN financially. It will not cost you a dime. Now, if you go to smile.amazon.com, you can set us up as the charity that you want to donate part of your sales cost to. We are one of those. Radio Free Nashville is a nonprofit. We live on your support. There's no question about it. It is a small percentage that you'll donate, but every little penny counts. All you have to do is go to smile.amazon.com in order to get to Amazon. Don't go to amazon.com. Go to smile.amazon.com first and make a difference with every purchase that you make. That is Road Gravy Chase from Cowboy, and we're going to hear uh, more from them in just a little bit. I also want to remind you, five weeks, I think it is from yesterday, will be the general election on November the 8th. And your vote does count. Uh, the registration is uh, off the charts. People are realizing they do have a vote. And you need to make sure that you're registered and that your contact information on file is correct. You can check with your county board of elections or election commission or on the internet you can go to vote.org and if you want to see what's on the upcoming general election you can search, put this in the search box, 2022 sample ballot and then your county and state and it'll pop right up. There are amendments that are coming up for vote this time around and we are going to vote a governor uh, U.S. House of Representatives, Tennessee State, and the odd-numbered districts, Tennessee House of Representatives as well. And like I said, amendments too. Voter registration deadline is next Tuesday, October 11th. And early voting starts Wednesday, October 19th, runs through Thursday, November 3rd. And the absentee ballot request deadline is Tuesday, November 1st. So uh, time is ticking. Get yourself ready to... Um, to vote and spread the good news that you're, 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 saying, you're saying your truth. Okay, we're going to get back to our counting down the 29 albums that have sold 15 million units or more. You know, we started this countdown about four weeks ago in episode 59, and they're in a random order. So number one is not necessarily the best selling, but really a lot of the best stuff is still to come. 
We're at number six, and this album plays for about an hour and 15 minutes, which is sort of unusual because most albums play, what, 40, 60 minutes, two sides? Well, this is a true long-playing album and features one of the greatest guitarists of the rock era, happens to be Carlos Santana. The album is Supernatural and was certified 15 times platinum in December 2003 after its release in 1999. It reached number one in 11 countries, including the U.S., for 12 non-consecutive weeks. And Supernatural is Santana's best-selling album to date, the best-selling album by a Hispanic artist in music history, but wait, there's more, and one of the best-selling albums of all time, selling an estimated 30 million copies worldwide. At the 2000 Grammy Awards, Supernatural won nine Grammys, breaking the record held by Michael Jackson's Thriller for the most honored album. These included Album of the Year, making Carlos the first Hispanic to win it, and Best Rock Album. Santana won eight of these, tying Jackson's record for the most awards in one night. And Santana also won three Latin Grammy Awards, including Record of the Year. We're going to play Day of Celebration and Freedom. Uh, This is from the Supernatural LP. And, you know, we need to celebrate our freedoms every day because some don't have these freedoms that we have. Don't take this for granted. Some people have had their freedoms taken away. And that's why we vote. So that doesn't happen here. Some are trying to take our freedoms from us, but we're not going to let that happen, are we? All right, this is some good Santana stuff. And I have to add that I absolutely wore out Abraxas, even the 8-track, their second LP. And this reminds me a lot of that album. It's Santana from Supernatural with Day of Celebration and Freedom. Thank you. 
Pride and joy, etc. <laughs> were you? I, if you know that song, you were probably singing along with it. Really nice, Eleanor. Yeah, it's a song written as a satire of their biggest pop hit, "Happy Together." The Turtles, <laughs> says Wikipedia. It's the fluorescent leech and Eddie, Howard Kalen, Mark Volman, and all the other little turtles. <laughs> they were so entertaining when I saw them and heard them at the Palm Beach Junior College, way back in probably 1968, maybe 67. Of course, they went on as a duo and also as players in Frank Zappa's menagerie, possibly even spending some time in the Mothers of Invention. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, we are spinning just some of the great guitarists of the 60s and 70s today on Tales Vinyl Tales. Upcoming, we've got Scott Boyer and Tommy Talton, better known as Cowboy, John Batdorf and Mark Rodney. They are Batdorf and Rodney, who had a fantastic debut LP. And I'm going to play one from their second album. And uh, we're going to start off here with Leo Kotke. <laughs>
Fabulous, huh? And that's their second album. Their first album uh, features uh, Let Me Go and Farm and Me and My Guitar. And oh my gosh, that is some some great stuff. Well, we're winding it down here on this edition of Tales Vinyl Tells. And uh, I hope you've enjoyed the music today. It's been a little different than what we normally do, but isn't that just the great mystery that we <laughs> of life? Oh, I try to make every one of these just a little bit different than the next. I try to be original, try not to repeat songs, and there are some songs that are just so darn good. Next time we do live show here, uh, we're going to be counting down and finding out what songs from Boston we're going to play. Mm-hmm. Because they sold a lot of albums. Oh, man, a lot of albums. Well, Batdorf and Rodney had such a great sound. Uh, some of the, even compared them to Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. Their acoustics are just beautiful. They're worth researching, listening to. Batdorf, funny name, great players. Uh, Leo Kotke was before that, very capable, playing Mr. Phonebone. <laughs> I don't know. I heard something today. Uh, we were uh, We were actually... <laughs> Actually, we were doing we were doing yoga this morning, <laughs> and we were in this this warrior two pose where our arms are out and we kind of look like a clothesline. And I've actually had kids ask me before, "What's a clothesline?" <laughs> oh, it's just hard to explain. What can I say? 
Oh, boy. Well, they've been neglected. Well, who's your favorite guitarist? We've, we've played a lot of them today. And, you know, there are a lot that we, we haven't mentioned. Um, you know, Yorma Kalkinen, Paul Kantner. Uh, David, I think David Lindley did actually get, get mentioned. Oh man. Mark Farner. Really, really great, great artists. Well, who do you think is a great guitarist? And I encourage you to email your response to me at talesvinyltells at gmail.com. And that is T-A-L-E-S-V-I-N-Y-L-T-E-L-L-S at gmail.com because I'd like to know. And I hope you've enjoyed today's show. Um, I hope you join me next Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central Time for another Tales, Vinyl Tales, right here on Radio Free Nashville, WRFNLP Pasquo. And you can listen to a replay of this show, and you can hear and download all of the episodes at StudioMillsWellness.com. And now they're all on Tales, Vinyl Tales on Apple Podcasts. And we're going to finish up today with Yeehaw, a Cowboy! That's actually Cowboy, Boyer and Talton, and they are damn good. And uh, certified guitar player Tommy Emmanuel from Australia, considered as one of the greatest acoustic guitarists of all time. In fact, Chet Atkins awarded Tommy, along with John Knowles, Marcel Dottie, Jerry Reed, and Steve Werner, the title Certified Guitar Player. They get to put that behind their name, CGP. He does Lewis and Clark, Tommy Emanuel does for us, after Cowboys Houston from their 1974 self-titled LP. Take care, stay well, and be nice. I'm Brian. Later, y'all. of a holiday inn in Houston I believe I can see the end of Texas not to mention the entire world Lone Star, Yellow Rose Silver Spurs and Rodeos How do the horses feel today? Who knows? I don't even care if you don't They say this world is small If you get up and look around Uh Here is a tune for the time that we're spending the changes Living in the country then Singing about our pretty friends Time is, will be, and it Never really means a thing In the thoughts of an ageless youngster How can it become a change? This is for my friends Who will return Get up and look around